Before we start our story, we invite you to join the Circle Round Club. As a member, you can get ad-free episodes, bonus bedtime stories, early access to Circle Round events, and a personalized birthday message from me, Rebecca Shear. Join now and support the public radio podcast you love at WBUR.org slash Circle Round Club. Produced by the iLab at WBUR Boston. Here at Circle Round, we're hard at work creating even more fun stories for you to enjoy. This week, we'll dive into the archives and bring you one of our favorite episodes from Season 2. This episode is in loving memory of an actor you've heard in numerous Circle Round tales, including this one, Dolores King-Williams. What is something you like to make. Maybe you enjoy drawing pictures, or writing stories, or baking muffins. When we create something all by ourselves, it can make us really happy and really proud. In today's story, we'll meet a prince who learns how to create something very particular, and it just might save his life. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round, where story time happens all the time. Today, our story is called The Queen's Gift. Versions of this tale originally come from the Middle East, parts of Africa, and the mountainous region between Asia and Europe known as the Caucasus. Some really great people came together to bring you our telling of this folktale, including Jake Borelli. Grown-ups, you might recognize Jake from Grey's Anatomy on ABC. So, circle around, everyone, for the Queen's Gift. There once was a queen, but the queen wasn't always royalty. Before she joined the royal family, she was a weaver, a humble weaver in the village, who happened to meet the king while she was delivering a set of carpets to the palace. The two of them fell in love, and before you knew it, they were married. The pair grew older, the king passed away, and the queen was left alone with their only child, the prince. The queen missed her husband dearly, but the prince kept her spirits up. She loved watching the good-natured young fellow as he played in the royal gardens with his friends, cracking jokes and making up stories about the grand things he would do when he became king. But one day, the queen called the prince over and sat him down at the long table in the enormous banquet hall. My son, you are the joy of my life. I don't know what I'd do without you, especially now that your father is gone. Still, I can't help but feel uneasy. Uneasy? Mother, why? Well, look around you. Here in the palace, you have everything you could possibly want. Fancy clothing, sumptuous foods, servants to answer your every beck and call. But you never know when all of that may change. The prince shrugged his shoulders. Why would it change? Fortune plays tricks, my boy. One day you're a commoner. The next, you're a queen. The prince thought for a moment. You mean, 
like you. Once you were a weaver, then you were royalty. Exactly. Like me. But you see, my child, it can work the other way around, too. You mean you could go from being a queen to being a weaver again? I could. And that is why I'm so glad I know how to weave. Riches may come and riches may go, but a profession, a trade, that lasts a lifetime. We all should be able to create something useful, something that will help us in times of need or danger. The prince's eyes grew wide. Danger? You never know. The point is, you may be a prince now, but who knows how long that glory may last. That is why, dear boy, it's time you learned how to make a living by your own hands. It's time you learned a trade. The only question is, which one? The prince stroked his chin as he glanced around the banquet hall. He saw the sparkling candelabras on the walls, each one forged by the silversmith in the village. He saw the high-backed wooden chairs surrounding the banquet table, each one hewn and chiseled by the carpenter. Then the prince's eyes fell upon the tablecloth. Woven throughout the bright white linen was an intricate pattern of flowers. In the middle, woven in fine gold thread, was the crest or symbol of the royal family. And can you guess who had woven that tablecloth? I'll give you a hint. She was sitting right across the table from the prince. I know. A weaver, mother. I want to be a weaver, just like you. The queen grinned. (gasps) An excellent choice, my boy. An excellent choice. We'll start our lessons first thing tomorrow. And they did. The queen showed the prince everything she knew about weaving. He paid very close attention. And before long, the prince was weaving the most beautiful carpets you ever did see, all by himself. The prince made each of his rugs more colorful than the last. He also wove in all sorts of decorations and patterns. But every carpet he produced had one thing in common. In the very corner... The prince would use fine gold thread to weave the family's royal crest. While sitting at his loom one day, the prince realized the queen's birthday was coming up in just one week. He wanted to give his mother the most exquisite rug he could possibly weave, but he wanted this one to be different. I know! What if I use a new kind of thread? Something I've never woven with before. That would make this rug extra special. Up until now, the prince's servants bought all of his thread for him. So he decided he'd sneak off to the marketplace himself and see what else the vendors sold. Early the next morning, the prince slipped out of the palace. He was dressed like an everyday citizen, so as not to draw attention to himself. But just as he and his horse entered the forest on the edge of town, the prince did draw someone's attention... A whole bunch of someone's. Not so fast, mister. Don't move a muscle. Hey, get down from your horse. You're coming with us. Who do you think the prince encountered in the woods? And what will happen to the queen's special birthday gift? We'll find out after a quick break. 
Support for Circle Round comes from Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Circle Round. That's Indeed.com slash Circle Round. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for Circle Round comes from Wondery with the new podcast, The Cat in the Hat Cast, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Bursting with music, silliness, and rhymes, the Cat in the Hat cast encourages us all to find fun that is funny in every episode. Listen to the Cat in the Hat cast early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. I'm Rebecca Shear. Welcome back to Circle Round. Today our story is called The Queen's Gift. When we left off, a prince had become a master weaver. He'd learned everything from his mother, the queen. And with her birthday just one week away, the prince decided he'd surprise his mom with a brand new carpet. But when the prince snuck out to buy new yarn at the marketplace, his mission was interrupted by thieves thieves who marched him and his horse deep into the woods to their shadowy hideout inside a cave. You may recall that the prince wasn't dressed as a prince. He had disguised himself as a commoner, so the thieves had no idea he was royalty as they huddled around him. All right, mister. Listen up. With those clothes, it's clear you don't have much money. That's for sure. But that's some horse you got there. Real beauty. So we're gonna steal it. And we're gonna make you join our crew. The prince's mind raced a million miles a minute. He didn't want to lead a dangerous life of crime. How could he get himself out of this mess? Listen, folks, you're right. I I could do as you say and join your crew and help you rob and steal and swipe and swindle this entire kingdom. Yeah, I could do that. Or... His lips curled into a smile. I could do something even more valuable. The thieves leaned in closer. More valuable, you say? We love valuables. Tell us more. Well, you see, I'm a weaver by trade. I can weave the most beautiful carpets you ever did see. So beautiful, in fact... They're worthy of a queen. The thieves' eyes gleamed. Worthy of a queen, eh? That does sound valuable. What do you need? The prince requested a loom. He also asked for some yarn and thread. One of the thieves rushed out to get them. All right, folks. Here's the deal. Give me one week, and I promise I will weave a rug so splendid... It will bring the queen extraordinary happiness. From there, who knows what fortune might bring. The thieves let out a (laughs) Fortune. We like the sound of that. (laughs) Get to it, Weaver. And he did. Hour after hour, day after day, 
the prince wove his carpet inside the cave. He worked by candlelight, pausing only to grab some sleep or to nibble on bread crusts the thieves tossed his way. When a week had gone by, the prince removed the carpet from the loom. Ta-da! The moment the thieves saw the rug, their jaws dropped open. They didn't know a thing about weaving, but they were blown away by the elaborate patterns and decorations the prince had included in his newest creation. Are those little piney suns? They are. And look at those moons. And stars. Check out those stars. Wow. Now, what the thieves didn't notice was that suns, moons, and stars weren't the only patterns and decorations on the prince's rug. Tucked away in the corner, woven in fine gold thread, was something the prince included in all of his carpets. Do you remember what it was? That's right, the royal family's crest. And inside that crest, the prince had stitched four tiny letters. H-E-L-P. Help! Thank you for the warm words, friends. I learned my trade from the finest weaver I know. She'd be pleased to hear such praise. But enough dilly-dallying. Go ahead and take this carpet to the palace. I said I'd weave a carpet worthy of the queen. And now, I'll prove it. So the thieves rolled up the rug and scurried to the palace. When they unfurled the carpet for the royal gatekeeper, he was so dazzled at first glance that he immediately summoned the queen's advisors. The advisors were so impressed, they led the thieves straight to the queen's chambers. Remember, by now the prince had been gone an entire week. When he disappeared, the queen sent troops to scour the kingdom on horseback and bring him home, but they never found the thieves' cave. So at this point, the queen was sick with worry. And when the thieves walked in carrying the prince's rug, it was the first time she had smiled all week. Oh my, what a spectacular carpet. This weaver must really know the craft. The queen took the rug and inspected it carefully. Have you ever seen such tightly woven thread or magnificent colors? And take a look at those splendid suns and moons and stars and... <gasps> her heart caught in her throat as she noticed the corner of the rug. Well, your majesty? The weaver of this rug told us it was worthy of a queen. Was he correct? The queen stared at the royal crest, woven in fine gold thread, and the four tiny letters inside. H-E-L-P. Help! Well, the weaver was correct. And he wasn't. You see, this rug is worthy of a queen. But it's worthy of a prince as well. A prince whom you have kidnapped. Guards, arrest these scoundrels. They are holding my son captive. The frightened thieves confessed everything, including the location of their hideout. The queen's troops galloped off into the woods, and when they came back with the prince, the young man rushed into his mother's arms, and the two wept with joy. That night, a celebration was held in honor of the queen's birthday. There was a grand feast 
music, and dancing. There also were presents. The queen was grateful for every gift she received. But in her mind, the most precious gift was the return of her one and only son, the prince. Meanwhile, the prince believed he had been given the most precious gift, even though it wasn't his birthday, because he'd been given the wise advice of a loving parent. And what's more, he had been wise enough to listen. Now it's your turn. Think about a skill you'd like to learn. Maybe you're interested in baking bread, sewing, or drawing your own comic strip. Whatever it is, is there a grown-up in your life who could teach you that skill? Reach out to that person and ask if they'll take you under their wing. Even though they're the ones doing the teaching, I'll bet there's an awful lot they can learn from you as well. This week's story, The Queen's Gift, was adapted by me, Rebecca Shear, and edited by Circle Round's executive producer, Jessica Alpert. Original music and sound design is by Eric Shimalonis. Our artist is Sabina Hahn. Sabina has drawn a black and white illustration for each and every Circle Round story, and you can color them in. Visit our website, wbur.org slash circle round, and click on Coloring Pages. Special thanks to this week's actors, Evan Casey, Adam Mastriani, Tracy Lynn Oliveira, Dolores King-Williams, and Jake Borelli. Grown-ups, you can see Jake on Grey's Anatomy. Season 15 returns on January 17th on ABC. This week's featured instrument was the clavichord. You can learn more about this early keyboard on our website. Again, that's wbur.org slash circle round. And hey, have you subscribed to Circle Round yet? If not, find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And please write us a review. We'd love to hear what you think of the show. Circle Round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR news station. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling round with us. One of the best things about creating Circle Round is hearing from listeners like you. Circle Round fans have been telling us about their favorite Circle Round stories, and we're excited to share some of their voices with you. My name is Eli, and I live in England. My favorite Circle Round is called Syrup Foreign. I like the part Dad gives her girl the drums, and then it raises up a hub of blue. I'm Bennett, and I live in England, and my favorite Circle Round is the Wakey Bucket. I'm Teddy from um, Little Rock, Arkansas, and my favorite circle round is Long Here in the Waterfall because um, they trick the mountain spirit by um, making a statue and um, making the hair come on it. Did someone mention an episode you missed? No problem. You can find every single Circle Round story on our website. That's wbur.org slash circle round or wherever you and your grown-ups get your podcasts.